0: Cider Oat Breakfast Soup 0.5 Cups of Oatmeal 1 Cup of Cider Add Cinnamon to Taste Microwave for 3 minutes or so, perhaps longer, if your cider is chilled. Dash I all and reduce some cider for another recipe, so what's a girl to do with what's left over? Eat IT I am woozy this morning. I slept 15 hours after I exercised twice yesterday. I went through a simple course on nutrition and it hit me. Bam! I didn't eat any carbohydrates. I mean, I eat vegetables, low-glycemic ones, but they barely count. So I stand in my kitchen, full of normie food like gluteny elbow macaroni and spaghetti noodles, and I'm gluten-free for health reasons, thinking to myself, what carbs do I have to eat? It's woefully few options. But then I spied my giant Tupperware full of oatmeal. I was eating oatmeal before I moved in with my parents again, and I remembered I was exercising more than two. So, me being me, I'm like, I've got to hydrate it with something. Quick, the cider I boiled. It also has carbohydrates. I got the kind without sugar added, of course. It's like a kick of apple to the teeth in my eyes, I don't know why there's cider out there with sugar added honestly. I'll fess, I put cinnamon sticks into the cider as it reduced. Too many, at that, so this is more like cinnamon apple oatmeal in taste profile. It probably needs a crystal approved fat but I didn't throw one in there. If I did, it'd be avocado oil. There's still time, I haven't finished it off yet. And after maybe four spoonfuls, I'm starting to feel human again. I had this cockamamie idea this morning, what if I take international dishes and crystallify them? What kind of strange delights might I come up with then? I imagine other people are going to catch on to the fact that the trifecta of evil is making them sick, so they're going to need some help. What's the trifecta of evil? Oi, Sugar, dairy, gluten. Yeast is a close runner-up, along with all other fungi. I almost want to shake my mother awake and make her try this hot cereal. I bet she'd want to dump sugar in it, though. I swear, my parents are going to be dead long before they could be if they cleaned up their diet. I guess that's most people's old people. This is how I've always eaten. All while puffing away at a cigarette with her two-pack-a-day habit. Yep. It's also how you've always been fat. Anyway, I got inspired by a playlist I made on YouTube, which is why I've decided to resume working out. Easy exercises. Of course, when I tried to do the yoga prescribed, God had other plans. Let's stretch this way. Whose body is this, again? But you gave up your free will, toots. She narrows her eyes and resumes eating oatmeal. In fact, on that note, I had to have a fight with the powers that be today. After the fourth hour of lying on my bed, doing physical therapy for my hip, I'd had it with being in constant pain. I'd asked for us to cease an hour previously, I cried, I tried to just suck it up, buttercup, but in the end. I had to take over. It's excruciating, fixing these subluxated vertebrae. I had at least six bones pop back where they're meant to go during the course of this PT session, mind, so that's great. However, I draw the line at three hours, especially with my innards rumbling and hunger pangs hitting me. When I started to get hungry again is when I struggled to pick myself up off the bed. You see, in order to fix these vertebrae, I have to hang my legs over the side. It involves a lot of jostling of one leg while stretching my pelvis this way or that. It's more complicated than just a subluxated vertebrae, of course. I had a crushed pelvis before I was in the car accident that led to that issue so now I have to uncrush the hip, as well. Agony. That's what it is. Agony. But someday I'll be out of pain, I remind myself, trying to remember it's worth it. It's not today, I'll tell you that much. Still, when we first began physical therapy, mostly yoga on the floor with spinal stretches, it helped immensely and I'm actually in less pain now than when it all started. It's just that now I've had a taste of comfort, I'm addicted. I've become weak. Wah. Or I'm just not as good at ignoring it as I used to be. I did find my brain going to quite a few different places while my body's pain levels rose again and again, peaked, subsided, rose yet again. Vicious cycles. Can't remember a bloody thing I was thinking about while riding the pain wave, but A. It was probably related to boys or my bitch sister. Long story short, she's a narcissist and I kept processing trauma the whole time we were doing PT. I fervently wish I had better people to be linked to telepathically than a ton of narcissists. I don't. I blame everyone. Everyone. Now heal thyself, heathen. Insert Reiki heal here. I had an interesting conversation, now that I was thinking about it. I remember saying I don't believe in God and almost in the same breath being called the right hand of God and I was like ooh what? And then, being cheeky, I also noted that just because I don't believe in God doesn't mean he doesn't believe in me. If God exists, thank you for believing in me. BRO Actually, I know he's out there. We talk all the time. He laughs at my jokes almost always, which is nice. In fact, he's the one who typed the BRO. Wouldn't you know? He's got a sense of humor, isn't that a bit? Unexpected? Isn't it a bit? I don't know. Cliché? he even endorses cannabis. As medicine, though. The number one thing that drives me nuts, though, is we talk about the future. Too much. It's like. I can't even put all my stuff into one room to clean up the apartment enough to get the rest of my shit delivered, but we're talking about owning a greenhouse or garden. I'm not able-bodied, but we're talking about the distant future where I will be able-bodied. I didn't even do much more than about 30 minutes of stretching yesterday so I'm not sure why I needed carbohydrates so badly, but it did resolve most of my woozy feeling. I've got coffee for the rest. And, of course, the cider snickerdoodle cookie bars I made. It tastes better with a sugar-free frosting, somehow. Magic, I guess. Something else a bit awkward that happened in the last two days is window shopping for clothes with God. Now, I'll be honest. It's hard to tell God apart from idiotic imbecile in my head, but you know. Being told to be myself resulted in a breakdown on my part. I think the exercise was about expressing myself and I'm like, you already failed, I haven't selected hardly a thing myself. It was true. She hadn't. She was trying to be interested in the clothes, but unfortunately, the ex that raped her upwards of 3,000 times now has convinced her that she cannot show any excessive amounts of skin or she will be raped some more. She can't even wear shorts because the flesh is so tantalizing, The dog cannot help but salivate. Forget anything that shows off the collarbone, to boot, even though that's completely PG to most people, if not G rated. This is what rape culture has done to my poor child. She refuses to try to be herself because she is convinced that being herself gets her raped. Nobody fucking cares, not even her closest friends, whom I threw away years ago at this point because I'm sick and tired of this shit. Why does she have to suffer so much? Why do you force her to suffer? Why does she stare at someone else's derriere while walking through the grocery store saying, I want a butt like that. I want a body like that. It comes from her core, subconsciously. The woman who once thought, You know what? I've tried every diet there is to lose weight and they don't work. I'm stuck being fat. I'll just embrace it. Now she wants to die left and right because she's not skinny. Because women who are wear things to show off how well they're doing with their own bodies. They flaunt their curves, and sometimes lack thereof, she hates herself, thanks to that punk. In fact, he's the only reason she hates herself. Because he hated her. He still hates her, wanting to take her to court for something in their names together. I hope he does, because he's going to jail if he does. She doesn't want to ever see his face or hear his name again, personally. She wants justice, but she wants herself back even more, and being faced with that cocksucker is never going to help her get it back. Not even if she wins a court case against him, which she absolutely would. In fact, he tricked someone into calling her very early on in their split. She lied for him, stating she was a lawyer. Crystal knows better, his uncle is his lawyer. Period, the end. It doesn't matter if he specializes, he's part of the family. This woman lied to Crystal, stating she was a lawyer, bringing up their timeshare because the only way for him to be rid of it was to involve the lawyer, wouldn't you know? Wrong. Anyone who wants out of a jointly held timeshare only needs one thing, a freebie online power of attorney form that gives the other person on the timeshare 100% rights to the timeshare. And that's what I told him to do. However, he's waiting for it to be paid in full in order to take her to court and try to strong arm her out of it because it's the one thing she truly wanted and walked away with. He doesn't want it? He never went on vacation with her, not once. He willfully resisted taking vacations using the timeshare even though he himself put down most of the money for it. She thought he was going to propose to her because he agreed to enter into it with her. Boy, was she wrong. Anyway, I can prove to a court even without a lawyer that this is all a power play. Manipulation from a rapist to a victim. I won't even have to dig up her diary that proves it all. I'll just speak from the heart. Her heart. And then he'll be labeled a sex offender, go to jail. And potentially owe her money for the rest of his life. Now, wouldn't that be something? I could just pursue him for that even now, but we don't. She doesn't wish to. She wants to be left alone? How fucking hard is that? I'm about ready to cut her phone number, too. It'll make the world think she's dead, I'm pretty sure. She certainly wants to be, anyway, so why not make it partially true? It's funny how people can come back from the dead so easily in this modern age, don't you think? I remember she went to the hospital a year ago now, into the mental ward. She'd been convinced by one of the assholes in her head that she had to literally die at some point. So, being the sardonic individual she is, she imitated guys and says, it's showtime. I was sad. I'm not going to hurt my little angel, she's been hurt more than enough, thanks to Benjamin Andrew Cart. Wait, she doesn't want to see his name, either. I could strike everyone dead, I suppose, But then they wouldn't have any of their karma resolved before death. It's kind of important to try to resolve as much as you can before you die, though most of you think karma is just a catchphrase. Just like most of you think Jesus Christ is going to come back and pat you all on the back for that fucking plastic island in my goddamn ocean. She's here. The Messiah has been born. You are not going to like my message, children. You will die. IT will hurt. I will continue to hurt you in the afterlife. I will not be showing mercy. Fix this fucking planet or the entire species will be extinct very quickly. And if you bother my child, the messiah, it will end very poorly. All she wants is to be left alone, although she's still looking for a mate, so maybe not completely alone, and to live her fucking life. In fact, I'm going to just hand her a life to live now because she has nothing left to give. I've handpicked a man for her, I have created a trajectory, and next step is to blast off. You know what? She's ecstatic to have eaten about six spoonfuls of oatmeal. She's got problems eating and it traces back to that motherfucker that raped her and convinced her she was a waste. He thinks she's the stupidest fucking creature on the planet. Because he raped her. And he knows he raped her. He has no doubts he is a rapist. And still, he considers pursuing legal action against his victim. And this is why I hate white people. That's right, remember that stupid book supposedly praising the Jews as the chosen people? They're not. It's a mistranslation, a willful perversion of what is written in the book. Because race was never part of the book. Dash. Crystal goes on a binge, reading the Quran suddenly. www.coran.com The Jews and Christians each claim that none will enter paradise except those of their own faith. These are their desires. Reply, O Prophet, show me your proof of what you say is true. But now, whoever submits themselves to Allah and does good will have their reward with their Lord. And there will be no fear for them, nor will they grieve. Those who hide the clear proofs and guidance that we have revealed, after we made it clear for humanity in the book, will be condemned by Allah and all those who condemn. As for those who repent, mend their ways, and let the truth be known, they are the ones to whom I will turn in forgiveness, for I am the acceptor of repentance, most merciful. It is prescribed that when death approaches any of you, if they leave something of value, a will should be made in favor of parents and immediate family with fairness. One, This is an obligation on those who are mindful of Allah. Do not consume one another's wealth unjustly, nor deliberately bribe authorities in order to devour a portion of others' property, knowing that it is a sin. So, if anyone attacks you, retaliate in the same manner. But be mindful of Allah and know that Allah is with those mindful of Him. O believers! Enter into Islam wholeheartedly and do not follow Satan's footsteps. Surely he is your sworn enemy. Kind words and forgiveness are better than charity followed by injury. Be mindful of the day when you will all be returned to Allah, then every soul will be paid in full for what it has done, and none will be wronged. Allah does not require of any soul more than what it can afford. From Surah al-Baqarah